0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the NASCAR Vanilla Wafer Podcast. Get all your results, news, and rankings here from this channel. Now give it up for your host. Here he is, Vanilla Wafers. Happy Monday, everybody, as well as happy Easter. I hope you guys had a good one. I spent the whole time just staying in my house, enjoying the nice comfort of carne sada. Burritos. That's how I celebrated Easter. Usually I spend it hanging out with family, but we all know the same old story over and over. We have to stay inside, quarantine away from each other. So there's that, but... We got a lot of stuff to cover today. We got rankings, and we also got news. Who would have thought that a weekend without a sanctioned race would bring some of the biggest news we have covered so far on this podcast? We only got one story to report on, so let's get right into it. It was Easter Sunday, April 12th, whether you were celebrating the Resurrection Day, looking for eggs around your house, or digging the egg out of your pants because you crapped yourself when you heard about this news. Yes, we are talking about... Kyle Larson, driver of the number 42 Chip Ganassi Chevrolet car, he is a full-time driver and he has been since 2014, he was racing in the Mazda Mayhem that was put on by Landon Castle, driver of the number 89 iRacing car. What they decided to do was they decided to get Cup Series drivers, Xfinity drivers, Truck Series drivers, uh, crap load of drivers, including even IndyCar themselves. They had over 63 drivers participating in this little Sunday event. It was supposed to be fun. Well, while they were practicing, Kyle Larson was trying to communicate with one of his friends. Little did he know, he was not on private chat. He was on public chat with every single driver that was competing in the Mazda Madness event. And when you can see it all on Twitter. They even have the video out. It's pretty easy to find it. I mean, everyone in the Twitter universe and now on Facebook is now talking about it. If you're in NASCAR in any shape or form, you probably already have heard about it. However, I w- I was looking through the information and I immediately went to my brother and I was just like, oh my gosh, bro, did you... I can't believe what Kyle Larson did. I mean, this is unbelievable. And my brother sat there for three seconds and he just looked at me and he said, He said the N-word, didn't he? (laughs) And I was like, yes! Yes, he did! How did you know? And he's like, it's NASCAR, right? Every single one of them is white, predominant. Of course, one of them used the N-word. And... Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. NASCAR holds that stigma of it's a bunch of racist white guys who love to watch cars go around in left turns. And honestly, with this situation going on right now, even though this is like one of the only four drivers that's not predominantly white, it still looks bad on the sport. Like, it, it justifies why people think that. And it's just, it's just terrible. Um, here's exactly what he said. Let me grab the script real quick. Script. There's only six words. Basically, what he said to his friend was, "Can you hear me?" Waited three seconds and then said, "Hey." And then he said the N word with the hard R, not not with the A. It was a hard R, and it's clearly one. And every single driver on there, some of them uh, laugh out of like just shock, like who said that? And then other people are just like, "Yikes!" Like go, go watch the video. It's it's it's. All you can do is just, like, laugh in amazement, just like, oh my gosh, did he seriously say that? It's almost like what Dave Chappelle said, um, in one of his stand-ups. He's like, God God damn, that was racist! You couldn't even be mad! You were just like, wow! And, you know, McDonald's is done with him. I'm almost certain that they're done with him, and Credit One Bank is gonna be done with him. By the end of this, he's gonna have a part-time job at McDonald's, maybe, just maybe. And he's going to have a really bad interest rate on a credit card with Credit One Bank. That's all his sponsors are probably going to get him out of this whole ordeal. Now, let's be a little serious on this. It doesn't matter what slur he did. He said a racial slur. And you are in the top series of racing. And actually, it doesn't even matter what sport you are. There was a sanction rule that says you do not discriminate anyone based on race, religion, age, sex, or sexual orientation. Like, all that you do not discriminate in any shape or form. And it doesn't matter if it was a main race. Um, It wasn't even a sanction race. It was a race that was just for fun. But you still hold an image wherever you go. And as far as everyone on Twitter talking about it, he should be suspended. I don't care what anyone says. I don't even care how big of a fan you are. He needs to be suspended because it doesn't matter what word was used it was discriminatory they have a rule against it and the punishment is suspension and you got to go through a diversity program now we'll see what happens in the future they um if they go through that diversity program they have an opportunity to come back into the cup series however i don't know if chip kenas is going to hire him or if any sponsor is going to pick him up He's going to be avoided like the plague. When you have that stigma on you, I'm sorry. No one wants to sponsor you. So I'm going to hope for the best for Kyle Larson if he makes the right uh, movements going forward. Uh, um, he's probably going to send an apology. He's probably going to go through the diversity program. He needs to take every bit of this seriously. I don't think this is how he is on a daily basis. He's screwed up big time, and he should be punished. But we shall see. But his racing career might be over. I don't know. Last time there was something this big was Jeremy Clements, and he was avoided like the plague. He did get a win, but it was a team with a car that was six years old. Like, no one wanted to touch him. So, we'll see what happens with Kyle Larson, but that's the biggest news, and congratulations NASCAR fans. We hold the stigma that we're all a bunch of racist rednecks from Alabama, and we're going to hold on to that way longer now. that's all we got to cover since that was really the only thing that happened mostly this weekend I mean this has been absolutely crazy who would have thought that iRacing would provide this much drama I mean last week it was Bubba Wallace who rage quit and he lost a sponsor and it was like how can it get any worse than that and Kyle Larson was basically like hold my beer watch this but <laughs> that's the end on that so let's move on to our next segment which is the rankings going into next week's race All right, let's get into it. We're going to first start off with In The Hunt. These are drivers who just missed the top 10 ranking. They are not quite there, but they're very, very close. Now, the first one, I got to touch on it immediately, Clint Boyer. Clint, just get a top 10. That's all I'm asking right now. Just get a top I want to put you in. You've had three top 15s. You finished 11th, 12th, 11th. I can't put you in the top 10 if you can't get a top 10. No shit, Sherlock. I had to cover that. But other drivers, Landon Castle, he was in, but he got bumped out because of a 20-place finish at Bristol. I can't allow that. Um, He was pretty inconsistent the entire race, so he's back in the hunt. You also got Bobby Labonte. He's in the same spot as Clint Boyer. Uh, Nothing but top 15s, but not top 10. So consistent, but consistently out of the top 10. Then you had Tyler Reddick. I'd like to focus on him because he is a rookie, he hasn't done really much of anything, but he did get a top 10 in Bristol. And he's actually showing that he's really good on this iRacing program. So he's maybe one to be looking at for next week. He might crack the top 10. But the biggest one was Kyle Busch. Now, Kyle Busch has been made fun of this most, most of this time because he's a crybaby bitch. I mean, most people uh, in the NASCAR world, that's what they think of Kyle Busch. And I'm not going to say anything on that. I think I said what I needed to say. However, when it came to iRacing, he was not a top driver. Except when he came to Bristol. Now, he kicks ass in Bristol in real racing. And for him to actually do really good that entire race until the very end where he got collected in an accident while he was running in the top five. I'd say that puts him in the hunt. He's definitely picked it up a lot. So, say what you want about Kyle Busch. He is able to race. He's a good racer and he might crack this top 10 when this is all said and done. Alright, let's get into the top 10 rankings. This is sponsored by the $5 that I stole from my brother when he wasn't looking. Let's get into it. So, in the 10th spot we have Matt Benedetto. He finally cracks the top 10 rankings after a top five finish at Bristol. No surprise here he's the same as Kyle Busch where he does really good at Bristol in real life racing and he showed his talent once again uh, even in the iRacing and was able to get a top 5. In the ninth spot moving up in a position is the number 77 of Parker Kligerman. He got a 7th place finish at Bristol. That's been the story of him this whole time in this iRacing uh, tournament is he's not the top racer, but he's always right there around the top 10. So we'll put him in ninth. Moving back three spots is Alex Bowman. Now, he does have two top fives, but he did finish 14th at Bristol, and he really wasn't a factor throughout the entire race. I'll keep him in the top 10, but as far as the short track racing goes, he did not do that well. So we'll see how he does at Richmond. They, uh, or Excuse me, John Hunter Nemechek runs in seventh. Now I didn't even have him nowhere near the front at the first race when they ran in Homestead. However in Texas and this race he had two strong amazing runs and he's been running really competitive. I have to put him in right now and he moves up a bunch of spots. He's now in the seventh spot already. Well deserved too. Let, I'm actually excited to see how the rookie does in Richmond. In sixth, losing three spots, was Dale Jr. He had top runs at Homestead and Texas. However, at Bristol, he sucked ass. He finished 22nd. Um, Not a factor at all in the race. That's going to drop your rankings regardless of who you are. We'll see how he does at Richmond. Um, he usually does pretty good at Richmond in real life, so we'll see how he does in virtual world. Moving up two spots was the number five of Ryan Preece, or in the fifth spot is Ryan Preece, not number five. Um, he's got an eighth place or better each race. He's definitely eye racing material. I mean when you're finishing in the top eight every single race, you definitely deserve to be in the top five. Denny Hamlin moves back up a couple spots. He, he struggled in Texas. But he got uh, one top five, which was this race in Bristol, he was able to be there at the end, and he also got the victory in Homestead, so way to get back into the top five. Now the top three, we got the number 51 of Garrett Smithley, two top three finishes, he finished ninth at Bristol, this was his worst running, however, it was near the end when he got into an accident. Uh, That was the only reason why he finished that far back, but he's been a top three runner every single time There's no reason not to put him in the top three and then the second spot. I wanted to move him number one I just couldn't do it yet, and that is the 24 of William Byron. He won the race He sure did but with that homestead finish of second to last you can't put him in the first spot quite yet He's led the most laps too So but we'll see how he does at Richmond and still in the number one spot He still holds on to it was Timmy Hill in the number 66 Three top three finishes and Also one victory his worst finish is third and I'm sorry if your worst finish is third You're definitely gonna be the number one guy to compete against but that is your top ten ranking spent sponsored by the five dollars which I'm going to spend on probably something stupid. I'll figure that out later. All right, arrogant analysts, we only got a couple of minutes left, so let's end it on a strong note. Um, Don't really got much material for you, but it sounds like you got material for me.
1: Oh, I sure do, El Gordo. In fact, I got you one thing that you love a lot, and that is a top ten ranking list.
0: Oh, you made a ranking list. Great. We,
1: we already did that segment.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. This, this one
1: is way better. In fact, if you don't mind, I'm going to take control of this podcast real quick. But No, you, you can't do that. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the top 10 ranking. It won't even get affected in any shape or form by that ass because I'm running it. Let's get started. In 10th place, my ranking, I have put Kyle Larson on there. And then in 9th the place, we got the good old PewDiePie. And in 8th place is Manny Pacquiao. Wait, wait, I don't, I
0: don't understand any of those. What, what is this list?
1: And in 7th place, we got ourselves CeeLo Green And in 6th place, good old Louis C.K. And then in 5th place, we got the subway man, Jared Fogel. And in 4th place is Isaiah Washington Wait, I-I-I hope you're not doing what I think you're doing Shut, Shut up. up, I'm almost done And now, for the fabulous top 3 In 3rd place, the one and only Michael Richards. And then in second place, the even better Paula D. And then in number one, we all know him, good old Mel Gibson. You know what all these people have in common? Stop! You're gonna ruin my podcast! This is a ranking for the top 10 people who ruined their career quicker than when vanilla wafers can even last in the bedroom. Oh. Got gotcha, you, douchebag. Oh. Go to commercial. Just
0: go to commercial. Ew, am I? Uh, this is a commercial. Thank you. There, I took over the microphone. That's it. That's it. I I, I don't even know why I have you on this anymore. You are the... the you're going to kill my podcast. I, I, I better not be on Twitter for this.
1: You're not even that popular. How the hell is that going to happen?
0: Okay, you know what? That's it. That's it. We're ending today's show. Thank you guys so much for listening. This podcast is going more and more down the deep end as days go by, so we'll see if we can keep this going, but if not, oh well. But thank you guys so much for listening, and as always, I will see you in the next episode. You all take care.